you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Yo, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm your host, DJ Impact. We got, uh, I see Matt Michaels here. I see Sin City Steve. I see Simon Street. And I guess for the show, Travis back with us. Good to see all of y'all here. You know, I got, I got something real quick to say. I, I know I've been told earlier, you're on a time crunch. I feel like all my answers have to be shortened today. Kind of like I'm in being inducted into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you better no. make it quick or we're going to send Kane or somebody out to come get your ass at your house. <laughs> All right, y'all. So this is three count. Hey, if you're watching this live, make sure you put your comments in the box, which I see comments already coming in. Uh, Facebook Live, Twitch, and YouTube Live. Make sure you throw all your comments there. We'll try to get uh, put them on as we see fit. If you're listening to the downloaded podcast on Tuesday, thank you. We definitely appreciate it all right so let's get to our uh our three count it's time biggest bad boys of podcasting present one two three count talk count talk baby here's our first count one aew finalizing deal for the third weekly show all right this is from inside the ropes or itrwrestling.com it just reads that that uh, AEW has seen co- uh, continuous growth since opening in 2019. If the, even if the company doesn't match WWE numbers or records, it's still doing well enough to continue adding more and more content to its weekly lineup. Now, there were previous indications that AEW would add another televised program to the, a company, Dynamite and Rampage. Now, according to Matt Minns and Drew Zarian and reported by the Wrestling Observer, Warner Brothers Discovery appear to be on board with this third show as well. Now, per Zarian's report, AEW's parent company is looking to close the deal, this third televised show. Now, details remain scarce, but Zarian suggested that the official announcement would be made next month. Now, if the show is greenlight, the report suggests that it will be a one hour long and air sometime on Saturdays. The dominant rumor at this time implies that it would be at 6 p.m. on Saturdays, which had been the time slot of WCW Saturday night decades ago. Now, this uh, should this deal go through, then this Saturday should sh- show will be the fourth weekly televised program by All Elite Wrestling after Dynamite, Rampage, and All Access. Uh, it also says that AEW Weekly lineup rumored to expand to three televised shows, uh, Dark and Dark Elevations, as the wrestling shows unrestricted as the interview show and being the elite as an affiliated vlog style show spearheaded by the young bucks. The company also has a quarterly special called battle of the belts that airs after certain episodes on rampage. And it has four or five pay-per-view events per year. 
And I guess the next big show for AEW in 2023 is Battle for the Belt 6, uh, which will be Friday, April 8th, and 2023. All right. So let me go over to you, uh, Sin City Steve. What is your take on this, man, hearing that uh, they're finalizing a third weekly show? Well, I honestly, this uh, this just, you know, pops the bubble of all those WWE maxis that love to just, you know, talk shit and just simply say that, oh, AEW is dying. AEW is going to be canceled. Well, okay. You see that Warner Brothers Discovery is actually negotiating them to get another time slot. So clearly, even in spite of all the all the mud throwing that loves to be had, yeah, they're doing well enough for the network to actually give them more programming. So I think that, yeah, this can at least silence some of those doubters. And uh, yeah, now we can get back to actually watching wrestling that we like and then not watching the wrestling that we don't like. Pretty simple shit. Okay. All right. Hold on. Before I go over to you, Mr. Travis, I got to go over to um, uh, Simon Street. What's your take hearing finalizing a possible third show? Good for them. Real good for them. You know, at the end of the day, if you got it, do it, right? But at the same thing, I you know, I think about the question is, is what are you going to feel with that? I know the, the article kind of said that, but legitimately, what are you going to feel? Because when you did uh, add your, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, your second show, that seemed to be a bit of a challenge. So my question is, okay, what have you learned from past challenges and can you meet what's going to happen? Do you see what I'm saying? It sounds good and all. And then also, too, how long is that show going to be on Saturdays? Those are the only questions I have. Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. One more. Uh, Matt Michaels, let me go to you right quick. Uh, a sure. Saturday night wrestling show, man. What, what do you think? Is it we, we got room for this? Um. <clears throat> well, if it's as exciting as Rampage, yeah, we should. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nyla Rose versus fucking who was it rio or i don't know what the hell like there was no build that's your main event for a show no build jesus christ so i guess if you're just gonna have another show with random fucking matches that make no sense sure have it but you already have like nine internet shows so i don't know um before i go to you travis one of our um our our weekly uh uh watcher says a third weekly show benefits the talent who never gets any tv time or has their matches cut from aaron on dark and dark elevation give the non-top tier talent a chance that was john's comments all right what's your take uh travis what you think man i'm just glad aew is presenting another show that nxt can beat each week <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that's where we're going i mean come on now you're starting a show on 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 the Turner Network in April. Uh, has he not read the past of uh, you no know, Braves baseball and baseball season? You talk about being preempted. Let's talk about Rampage for the next two weeks being preempted. It's Eleven p.m. at night. Now he's going to start a show on the weekend. Hey, good 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 for NXT. That's that's what I can say. Another show, you know. So, okay. I mean, where where where, where are we taping this? You know what's what's his format? What's what's the, there's no? I mean, are we are we at Universal Studios taping this during ROH and Dark and all that, or it, when's it taped? You know, it's it's a one hour show. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously it's a done deal. 
this wouldn't have been leaked out if, if it wasn't a done deal. You know, there's this is no rumors of a show. The show is going to happen. It starts in April. It's it's uh, it's a, or starts not in April, I believe May, but it's a done deal. So, you know, but, but when is it taped? And what talent are we are we giving more airtime to? You know, who's really like what's what's the what are, what are we looking at? Are we looking at ratings or does Turner Networks not care? Or, you know, do they not care about ratings? They just want more content from Tony or are ratings going to matter, which, like I said, during baseball season on Turner Network is not the smartest thing. So what who, who are we giving TV time to? Uh, QT Marshall? Was he going to go uh, read his Twitter feed for, for 30 minutes out there or something? You know, I mean, what's what is it? Moxley needs a place to bleed on Saturday nights. <laughs> that's a lot of blood, man. All right. But that's kind of my 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 question too. Sorry before we move on. I I'm just wondering too, like what is the format going to be? I think that's the biggest of big questions, right? Yeah, you got people you can fill it with, right? But my question is, you know, Rampage is a sore thumb of AEW. Even Sin City Steve can admit, because he's admitted in many weeks, it's been a sore subject. And that's that challenge I was talking about. Like, how are you going to overcome that shit? Because, okay, you fucked up once. Okay, right? But if you're doing it again, I mean, are you just trying to shoot yourself in the foot while you spread uh, over talent and shit? Of course he is. It was Saturday nights. Who, what's, what's on Saturdays? UFC pay-per-views and WWE pay-per-views. Good yeah. luck in views on, on, on those weekends. And that's two weekends a month. So he has another the other two weekends to try to figure out something. And I'm sure one of those other two weekends, he'll be preempted by baseball. So it's like, what, what, what are we doing? Like, well, you know, I, I think it's year. He got this. I would have been content saying, hey, Rampage, you know, go go head to head. Or go with the last hour of SmackDown. 9 to, nine to 11. You know? At least do it something, something different. But guess, you know, when you look so sensitive, one of the things though you were saying is that you know, f- for a lot of doubters, for starters, just to have another show is yeah. kind of looking like that things are. It looks like things are moving up or being successful for them. And I gotta tell you, in the article, it did say Warner Brothers Discovery appeared to be on board. At one point, was we saying that they didn't even think that they were going <laughs> to even handle you know carry any of their stuff uh exactly and and i think i think that and as travis had mentioned you know this is this is already a done deal um and the fact is that yeah this definitely just just kind of uh throws all of those other reports of aew and their their tv rights deal being in jeopardy it kind of at least puts those on hold uh granted they're probably not going to get the money that they want to get when the negotiations come across uh next year i believe it is um but realistically they've got the network's buy-in and that's realistically the biggest obstacle that they have right now yeah and then one more quick comment john says typically baseball games on saturdays are early afternoon games and brave games is at 10 a.m for those of us in the west coast so maybe there is some flexibility there on there we don't know TBS anyway. doesn't even TBS doesn't even show Braves games to be honest anymore. They they switched that over to like their own uh, kind of you know Dodgers type network to where you can see the Braves games on the baseball package, but mm-hmm. they barely show them on TBS anymore. I don't think that's a 
an obstacle. But you know that at some point, one of those rampage or new shows is going to get, you know, like Rampage and end up airing at some weird ass time because oh, yeah. they got to bump it for something. So, yeah. Yeah, they'll bump it each month for that uh, WWE pay per view. <laughs> I mean, you ain't lying though. I mean, that's that that's the reality. So they're gonna have to figure out some shit because Saturday nights is not a good spot. All right, Joe. His, I mean, real quick. I mean, historically, it was a great spot for WCW. You know, I mean, who wasn't a fan of WCW Saturday night? We all know the time. Yeah. 6 or 5 Eastern, you know, 3 or 5 Pacific. You know, I even was, as a kid, and so I, I try to make my life around the, those time zones or the, the, the time slot. So, you know, it, it, it's a very historic time. I understand why Tony probably requested Saturdays at 6, 6 or 5. Um, but I think at this point, we, you know, we need to stop being a mark or a fan of the past, you know, especially for a company that got killed. And, you know, try to figure out what's working presently. And adding another hour is not working presently. You know, let, let, let's just be honest. Let's, let's focus on the, the two hours on Wednesday and, and the one hour on Friday first before we start thinking about any other hours. Okay. Get above 900,000. <laughs> All right. Let's go over to number two. And this one is Ric Flair is full of shit and always has been. A WWE veteran slams Nature Boy. This is from uh, sportsgeeta.com. And it reads that Ric Flair's recent comments about his 2022 in-ring return were not well received by legendary wrestler, booker, and manager Dutch Mantel. The Ric Flair's last match event was nominated several times in the Wrestling Observer Annual Award for the worst wrestling match of 2022. And last week, Flair responded to the award announcement by revealing that he made $300,000 for the show. He also told his critics to go fuck themselves. Now, Mantel, F FKA, Zeb, Coulter, and WWE spoke on the story time with Dutch Mantel about Flair's performance in his comeback match. Quote, I've had people write me, and seriously, people thought he was going to die. I, I think he passed out a time or two in there. He doesn't even remember it. Ric Flair is now trying to leave a legacy and he should have left it alone or change a lot of things in that match because his legacy now is tarnished. I don't know. Ric Flair is full of shit and always has been. Now, that, now this is not the first time that Mantel has been critical of Flair. The wrestling personality previously accused the 16-time world champion of lying about being in Puerto Rico when Bruiser Brody was killed in 1988. All right. Matt Michaels, this was yours, man. What was your take on this when you saw it? I think it's just lovely. I think that, uh, you know, what's interesting here is that um, a couple things. First, why are you even fucking doing a, a worst of the year type thing for, for that, right? Like, th that's like, it's, it's not an actual it's not a main level, a mainstream match, right? It's, it's something that was put together as a publicity stunt and a payday. We all pretty much know that. Mm -hmm. We also know that fans were not expecting a great match because they know that he's almost, you know, 80 fucking years old. So, uh, and 
Ric Flair has already said that he's not actually retired. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, this is all this was, is a money-making thing. So for Flair to make it try to sound like he uh, was in shape and a great wrestler and this was a great match, he didn't. He just said, I made a fucking $300,000 for it. Wouldn't you do it? And I think that's hysterical that meant that Mantel is saying that he's full of shit because he wasn't full of shit. He's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. It, it's fun to see these old guys start going at each other for no fucking apparent reason. Um, and, uh, you know, fans are stupid enough to pay money to see Ric Flair, you know, wrestle. I Listen. If Flair wrestled a bear, he'd still make $300,000, which would be a fucking great match, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, I don't know what you just, it looked like you just said something, Simon Street, but your, your, uh, your mute was on. Let me just oh, go to my you. bad. I said he probably would survive that type of match as well. He didn't survive every other fucking thing. <sighs> well, why you have the mic there, uh, Simon, what's your take when you read, you know, hearing what, um, uh, Dutch Mantel had to say about Ric Flair. Uh, you you agree with him on here, or is it's you know it's just ridiculous? Um, I'm along the lines of uh, Michael's. It's it's delightfully entertaining. Uh, so much, in fact, that I do enjoy seeing older, uh, egotistical, long winded, long in the tooth, haven't gotten off their soapbox, go at each other. It's it's mm-hmm. it's freaking amazing. In fact, to be honest with you. If AEW plays their cards right, that should be the Saturday night show because I will fucking tune into that shit more than I would Rampage because it, it is it is it is pretty awesome because because I you know I always imagine Zeb Galter should have known. He's I'm sorry, Dutchman. How you want to call it? Uh, he should have known how the business is. It's not like you just some writer from a columnist and you just figuring out pretending what the business is. You've been in the business. You already know how it is. You know that's exactly what it was. You know exactly why Ric Flair did what he did. He had that last match because he knew it could and people would pay the ticket. It don't matter if it was $50, $100 ringside, if it looked like an indie show. Shit. Be real with you. If I had $100, I'd have went to that shit. Because it's motherfucking Ric Flair. Woo! Who wouldn't? So at the end of the day, it's just business one-on-one. Don't get yeah. mad because ain't nobody want to see your ass in a wheelchair rolling down here talking about <laughs> where's Alberto Del Rio the last time I was relevant on TV. Oh, Bruh, boy. cool your jets. Calm the fuck down. Drink you some Gatorade. Sound parched and old. City Steve, uh, one thing it did say is that um, that Dutch uh, believed that fans had every right to vote the Nature's Boys match as one of the worst in 2022. He was quoted as saying the fans should be saying saying it to him screw you flair <laughs> the tickets weren't cheap for that match either i don't know what the ringside was i think it was like 50 or 100 dollars. that's a pretty expensive ticket for being a big independent show even though rick flair was on it i would never ever ever say f you to the fans who knocked me for a legitimate reason um okay uh sin city what's your take on this man I mean, honestly, at this point, I just view this as Dutch just trying to get his name out there and trying to stay relevant. I mean, realistically, I don't have a bit of a problem with anybody uh, voting in a best match or worst match poll. Um, I don't have any issue with fans chanting things uh, in matches. Um, I mean, that 
it is what it is. The, the crowd is going to do what the crowd is going to do. Um, but at the end of the day, this death definitely comes across as being a desperate attempt to continue to stay relevant. Um, there's, there's no real reason, honestly, to, to go about this whole thing the way that Dutch is, you know, um, in, enticing the fans to chant, screw you flair. Like, come on. Like, I, I, I don't know. It is what it is. If they were going to do that organically, then I get it. But yeah, it definitely sounds like as if uh, there's a lot more at play. Yeah. Um, Travis, it, it, one, of, one of the things that also said in the article is that um, that Flair, it says here, his legacy is now tarnished. <laughs> Do you believe his legacy is now tarnished uh, for just because he participated in that particular match? Uh, which legacy are we talking about? In ring, uh, sexually, uh, alcohol-wise, you know, I think he's, I think he's fine. All three. I'd love to have his lifestyle. You know, I, I think he survived with two heart attacks. I've survived one, so I'm kind of on the same path. And uh, I, I don't need a plane crash right now, but you know, if, if I can survive it, I'll take it as long as it's on Delta. I mean, never mind. Um, anyways, um, two quick things. Uh, Dutch said Ric Flair passed out and, and came back. Was he talking about the match or at the bar afterwards? I, I got confused on that aspect. And second thing, 2023, there's nothing better in 2023 than two old men using their phones to log into Twitter and argue with each other. I love it. I'm here for it. I need it more. Can we put it on a turn network Saturdays at 6.05 p.m.? I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> AEW got enough old mans on the roster on pay payroll. <laughs> oh man! Oh god, we could get Sting versus Flair on Twitter. <laughs> oh god, please! That almost no. sounds like 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 that's contagious. Sting versus Flair. Sting on Flair. All right, man. Let me get over into our uh, three count. Three. All right. Conan to induct Rey Mysterio into WWE Hall of Fame. All right. So this one here reads, and this is, of course, from a, a figure for online. It says that um, Conan will be taking part of this year's WWE uh, Hall of Fame ceremony. Dave Meltzer confirmed that he will induct his friend Rey Mysterio into WWE Hall of Fame at this month's ceremony over WrestleMania week in Los Angeles. Uh, Meltzer notes that WWE approved Mysterio's request to have Conan induct him. And, uh, quote, saying uh, Conan will, uh, will be inducting Ray into the Hall of Fame, Meltzer wrote. Ray asked for the company, act, Ray asked for him and the company approved, as noted last night. To me, it was the only choice. And that's pretty much the, uh, the end of that. Of course, we know Ray Mysterio is the first inductee into the 2023 Hall of Fame. All right. Um, Simon Street, this was yours, man. What's your take on uh, on this? Well, my whole take was was pretty much it's interesting how it's Conan. Um, I remember way back in the WCW days when you know, for those who didn't watch wrestling back then, that's when you first heard of Rey Mysterio, Conan, and a whole bunch of other great legends have come through there, Eddie as well. With that being said, a couple of things that do stand out is number one in real life. Conan is the godfather of Dominic Mysterio. 
So that got me a pondering. And I know I'm not the smartest person in the whole world of this being totally half reality, half work, just just out of sheer coincidence. But even if it's not, and that's not the way it goes, I think Conan is a person that's known Ray for probably, uh, what, 11, 12, uh, I'm sorry, since he was 11 years old, 12 years old, 13, whenever he was a kid, he's known him for a very, very, very long time. And I remember watching him on WCW with Ray Mysterio um, when he was first making his career. So as somebody who definitely knows him, it should make for a very interesting speech. I just thought it was good. Uh, just in general, I'd love to see Conan. I know we had talked about him probably a couple of months ago with, you know, how, and, you know as you know, some health concerns uh, that, that he's had. Um, and so it's just good to see him overall. But I want to see you yeah. guys take Am I the only one that's trying to reach for this to be something? Or is it just, hey, happy to see Conan? <laughs> let, let me let me go over to you, uh, uh, Sin City. Uh, uh, in terms of, would, would you say this was a, a, a great choice? Uh, now, this is Ray's choice, of course, but could you have thought of someone else that maybe you you would have thought maybe would have been better to induct um, Ray? Uh, no, man. Actually, I think that this is spot on. And okay. uh, I, I this made the most sense out of, you know, any of the the recent inductors and inductees that we've had, mm -hmm. um, especially knowing the past history between these two men. So, yeah, it's. um it, it, I have nothing, nothing negative to say about it at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me, let me go over to, I, uh, I just hope that they do some, some visual stuff, cinematography stuff with, uh, you know, with Dominic at the hall of fame mm -hmm. induction ceremony. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm hoping for. Uh, it, obviously there doesn't need to be like full on angle, like blow up, like, you know, right. Actual physical altercation. But yeah, just getting some really cool camera shots out of this whole thing could make this even more fun. Matt Michaels, were you shocked that WWE uh, approved uh, for Conan to induct him at all? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> just, I mean, this is. Um, I think American Bam Bam said it good. Not in the slightest. How can anyone choose better than Ray? Not sure why this is a topic. Um, it's 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 not the idea of Reagan inducted. It's the idea of uh, apparently Conan inducting him, which I mean, fucking Sylvester Stallone inducted Hogan. So, right. No, yeah. Like, you know, so <clears throat> it doesn't fucking matter. Um, and number two, uh, it's the Hall of Fame. They don't run angles necessarily during the Hall of Fame. They might make a joke. Uh, you know, commenting, you know, Ray might say something to Dom or whatever, but they it's the Hall of Fame is totally separate from exactly. the actual thing. So um, I'm just I, I'm just shocked that we're talking about this and we, we didn't talk about Ray when he got inducted last uh, year into the Cauliflower Alley uh, Hall of Fame. Hmm. All right. Travis, last one, man. What's, what's your what's your take out of this whole thing? I mean, if it's, you know, I mean, Conan brought Ray over to the U.S., introduced him to Paul Heyman, ECW, and um, to WCW, and we all know what happened there. Um, I actually believe I saw Conan and Ray Mysterio in a tag team match on TBS on Saturday night at 6.05, because I believe that's the theme of tonight's show, Saturday at 6.05. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, Conan fits. Is it surprising? Yeah, because Conan really had a very, very short run in WWF. 
um, as Maximo. Most people don't remember that. Um, then he was very vocal and negative towards WWEF. Um, but as we've seen in the past few months with Nakamura and, and, and Anderson over in Japan and, you know, Bailey being able to support Sasha at her shows, Hunter's more open to whatever can happen. Um, obviously, get Conan in, get a lot of footage for future network stuff. I'm sure there's going to be a table of, for three with Conan, Ray, and, you know, whoever else. Um, but, you know, Angles, to a slight extent, have been ran at Hall of Fame, not a major extent. But, you know, what do we do? Are we going to have Dom show up with Rhea? Or, Rhea, or actually, is Rhea actually going to show up with Buddy, you know? Um, yeah. Are we actually going to have... Vicky Guerrero, who's close to Rey Mysterio, attend the Hall of Fame event that night. You know, well, so there could be some. She's not there could free. be some. Uh, not till the summer. So, um, as of Hall of Fame in three weeks, she'll she's still under a AEW contract. So, mm. you know, is Rhea bring bringing Buddy? Is Vicky going to be there to support Rey? You know, why am I going to be at ROH instead of SmackDown? Uh, there's a lot of questions going on that night, but you know. Um, <laughs> Wait, wait, we know but, the answer to that, and it, it, it it's white and, and powdery. No, I said I can only do one heart attack. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah uh, no, I, I think it's going to be uh, very interesting as far as the whole thing. I believe Ray is the main event. They're going to keep the Hall of Fame shorter this year, um, and so on. So I, I think it's good. Conan's going to have an excellent speech because whether you like him or you don't, Conan is an excellent talker. Yes. You know, he, he, he's articulate and, you know, he, he's a very good talker and he's going to be able to suck people in and tell the story of Ray Mysterio, because there is a story about this mm -hmm. character. You know, this Oscar Gutierrez plays this character and it's honestly, I, I think Ray's is probably the biggest Latin star in the history of at least American pro wrestling, you know, oh, yeah. You know, uh, people may say Santo overall, but I think in American pro wrestling, Ray is the biggest star ever. And we have seen time and time and time again, WWE try to get the next Ray Mysterio and it never really pans out, you know, from Del Rio to um, uh, most recent uh, Escobar, uh, Sin Cara, you know, so there's Dragon League starting up now. So, you know, it's 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 tough to fill those shoes. I think you know. Uh, I know we got short on time, but you know, people were always like, "Could there ever be another Hogan?" And then Rock, Austin, and Cena came along, and people were like, "Hmm, very close to you know Hogan, if not bigger." You know, but we're still trying to find, or they're still trying to find the, the next Rey Mysterio, and that's something that's very very hard to do. You know. His look, his athletic ability, the the bilingual you know aspect, the connection with not only the Latin audience but just the audience altogether, you know, and he has the whole package. So, well, it's it, it should be cool. It should be cool. Well, you know, and, and something else that's very interesting too is technically, can't we say that Conan really is a WWE Hall of Famer because he was one of the big parts of the NWO. Yeah, he, well, when it's split to red, <clears throat> he's part of the Wolfpack. He was part of the the black and white too, there, buddy. Well, he was, but but he really made well. 
we, we can get in debate about that another show. <laughs> and I real quick, I really have to think I, I gotta check. I don't know offhand, but I think Ray was on that um uh I I want to say it was the the world was it the World Wrestling Peace Festival that was in LA that Bischoff put together? Uh I think Ray I think Conan brought Ray on that show and that's how Bischoff met Ray that night. And, you know, the rest was history from that point. I could be wrong, but I believe there was something to that, which ironically was right here in L.A. So, you know, Ray going in in L.A. with Conan, who, you know, brought him onto this show back in, I believe, uh, 93, 92 or something, you know. So it's full circle and it's closest to San Diego that he's going to get. So why not? True that. All righty. Everyone from San Diego can come up. Like DJ Impact, who's not coming at all. <laughs> That's only because it's two nights, right, Impact? I, I, I'll be at one night. Uh-huh. I can't. I can't. I can't afford two nights. You doing better than me? I ain't gonna be at either night. I'm gonna be at my house both nights this year. You know, it's not even the fact I can't afford two nights. It's just the fact that it's just two nights. I gotta do this. I gotta drive to the stadium twice. I gotta pay for parking twice. I gotta pay for food twice. I gotta. I gotta sit for seven hours twice. No, I, that's too much. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, now we under, now we understand why your kids are so messed up. Now it's too much. It's amazing how how out of every WrestleMania he's been to, almost all of them since 2000, the one that break his streak is the one in the city he grew up in. <laughs> you know what it is though, Impact. You need he to should know where to park. No, no, he no, should know. No. He, he should know where to park. He that should know it, how to Travis. get to the stadium. From Dallas to Atlanta to New Orleans to New York. Come on. You remember that New York one. That was bad. Two I'm, Orlandos. I mean, and I'm, it's, it's hey, LA. I'm, LA I'm, is the one that breaks his streak. Secretly park in a cemetery across the street. I'm not paying for any more parking. Next, nah, he's going to show up with a mustache no, like Vince. <laughs> No, no, no. His booty hurt. That's what it is. You need to fit in a massage in between night one and two and just get your butt massage or something like that. I'm just telling you, man. He's from L.A. He knows where those massage parlors are. They're right there on Century, <laughs> two blocks down the road. Oh, you better right. go get it fit in, man. No, nah, I'm just playing. I ain't, I ain't about to get you messed up like that, bro. <laughs> Lisa's calling me right now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> she goes... <laughs> um all right yeah man good stuff all right john <laughs> that is our three count uh normally at this point we just go ahead and, and give our final thoughts for the week mine's is hey we're getting hyped for mania so keep watching because i don't know i mean we might get to a point where damn it i gotta be at both shows but i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> but hey, I'm just saying, uh, continue to watch. Good stuff is come is is being put on TV right now, especially with that bloodline and and so much other other storylines going on right now. Um, hey, that's what makes the world go around. And we move over to you though, uh, Sensity Steve. What you want to tell the folks? Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We genuinely appreciate each and every one of you. Um, and very special shout out to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on lands, foreign or domestic, thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com. 
Go there for all your pre-workout weight loss and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. Simon Street, what you want to say? Same sentiment. Thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. And, and, you know, hey, guys, you know, out there, it's always about how you play your cards. Don't be in a bad situation for too long because you might miss your opportunity. Nina Simone once said, you have to learn to get from the table when love is no longer served. Be safe out there. All right. Uh, Matt Michaels. Uh, this just in. Apparently, uh, <clears throat> Rey Mysterio, once he gets inducted, that's it. His contract's up. And him and Conan have been signed for uh, TBS at 6.05 uh, <laughs> on the debut episode of the new AEW programming. So. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Travis, any final thoughts or anything you want to uh, promote? I, I had one. I totally forgot after that line. But I don't know if I'll be back on by WrestleMania. So I want to put this on record right now. Almost over Lesnar. Sadly, he needs I it. Agree. He needs it. Hundred percent. And that was my and, bath- that was my bathroom break. And after after Mania, if it happens, I'll explain why. But that's that's it's that's that's my prediction. Almost over over eleven. What does almost know about Vince that no one else does? But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, never mind. Different show. Uh, this is my next interview. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us. Peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.